We are the end of a millennium. We are a decade of decadence. We are the 90s. Hello and welcome back to another episode of We the 90s the report-style podcast where we talk about all things 90s. I'm here with Thomas. Hi. And David. Hi. <laughs> that's that's not me. David doesn't get to talk. <laughs> and today I will be hosting this lovely episode. And I'm not ready to introduce it just yet because I have a precursor to this episode. <gasps> a prequel? No. Oh. <laughs> it's a precursor. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today throughout the craziness. I hope we've been helping a little bit. So the first thing I want to tell you guys is in, and I lost the date because my computer shut down, but I want to say August 12th. Don't completely quote me on that. But August 12th, 1990, Sue was unearthed. Do you know who Sue is? Yeah. Grafton, the author. No. Sue Zekiu. <clears throat> Sue Ying from Rush Hour. Oh wow, those are great guesses, guys. They're really not, but <laughs> I'm just gonna Sue Wu. <laughs> tell the you blood, that they're great guesses. Well, we went around Sue. No, it's the fifties. Wow, <laughs> it's the fifties. Also, none of those were unearthed. What did I say? August? It was November twelfth, I think. Wait. God damn it! Start Wait. the whole thing over. <laughs> I mean, I know who Sue is, but I would imagine. Oh no, I was right. See, all these websites are crazy. It, I was right. It was August 12, 1990. And Sue, or Susan, was the first completely intact Tyrannosaurus Rex ever discovered. Intact? Like, the most completed one ever. Or they found all the body parts. They had they were all still the together. bones still 98% together. <laughs> 98%? What was missing? It's just a number. <laughs> it looks like some of the bones are a little broken. So Scapula. Just... Does that mean she was, for the most part, like fossilized damn near alive? Probably. That's not morbid at all. Sue was named after her discoverer, Suzanne Hendrickson, um, and was discovered by the Cheyenne River in South Dakota. This definitely sparked. <laughs> you ever been to East Dakota? I have. It's, it's, I heard it's nice there. It's pretty good. It was in South Dakota. Did you say South or is it East? <laughs> is it South? Yep. So there were dinosaurs here? Yes. Do you believe was... in Pangea? Here we go. Yes. <laughs> I've never had a whole episode where you guys don't cut yeah. me off. David has. David gets to talk. Thomas got to talk. I never get to talk. Why do I have to keep lowering your shit? Mine? Because yeah. I'm actually sitting close to the microphone today. Voice. Do you know who Lil Dicky is? Yes. Oh Man, have you heard any of his music? Of course. The song where he brings a girl back and it's like after they have sex and she wants to stay over. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts talking about all this stuff. And he talks about Pangea. <laughs> you remember that? Dude, he <laughs> he's trying to so talk to this girl. And he's like, well, do you believe in Pangea? And he's like rapping this whole thing. 
And then she's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And his brain is like a third character. And his brain goes, that bitch don't know about Pangea. <laughs> I say that all the time now. This is one of those times. Every time somebody says something stupid that makes me think they don't know what they're talking about. Wow. So that'll be a common thing that comes up in this episode. Let's Every not. time you second guess yourself. Just one episode, guys. <laughs> I know which one it's going to be. Oh, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> no, I have a plan. <laughs> to have a plan. Anyways. Scary movie. Scary movie. What are we talking about? So, this discovery in 1990 definitely kicked off a spark that was already there in the mind of one Steven Spielberg, who was the director of one of the biggest definitely movies of its time and still pretty big today and has a great I would say cult following but I don't know most people might say it's not a cult following because it's pretty popular but Jurassic Park came out in 1993 it was a summer movie premiered june 9th for what do you call those people the rich people the <laughs> white a people. pre <laughs> not white people not probably warner brothers like a pre-screening in the uptown theater in washington dc on june 9th and then it premiered everywhere on june 11th did you just reference that this was like steven spielberg's like best movie that was my takeaway from your little intro. That's an opinionated question that we're not going to talk about right now because <laughs> that's going to cause too much derailing. Um, Devils don't know about Pangea. <laughs> <laughs> One. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, you're up. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> Jurassic Park made $47 million in its opening weekend. Um, it made $914 million, I guess, overall in its first run, and it became the highest grossing movie for its time. It was only later broken by... Titanic. Yes, in 1997. So it had a good couple years. Uh, do you guys want to talk about your Steven Spielberg shit? No, you cannot I'm derail just, that much. Cause, I'm just saying, sorry. like, he did fucking Close Encounters, E.T., and then, oh, Jurassic Park's like, uh... Steven Spielberg already had like a big ass dick in Hollywood before he made Jurassic Park. So lovely. He's little, definitely a great sci-fi guy. Little known fact: Steven Spielberg is overrated. Here we go. Okay, now I need you guys to help. <laughs> yeah, me. now we're ready to. <laughs> All right, back to the topic. How much did it um, did it cost to make? Do you have that? Yeah, somewhere. Hang on. Because without you even diving into things, I remember this movie. I would say like. Is flawless like a good word to use? Because like I don't remember seeing like the dinosaurs and being like, oh, that shit's fake or something. Like I remember like, oh, that's a good looking movie. And obviously the early 90s CGI wasn't what it is today. So how the fuck did they do that? I don't know, but I <clears> lost <throat> that other thing. Was it like the robots, the animatronics or whatever? Yeah, I'm going to talk about that, bro. 
Oh, okay. But I lost the other question you asked me, so you someone else is going to have to look it up. How much did it cost to make? Yeah, it was here somewhere, and now it's gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, no. Um, well, while Thomas looks that up, I'm going to use David's help to pronounce this guy's name before you guys make fun of me again for some name pronouncing. Jackson. The writer slash kind of co-producer, um, I think more on the other ones, the seconds and thirds, but the person who wrote it, Michael... Christian? Christian? Christian. I want to say Michael Keaton, but it's definitely not Michael Keaton. You helped write it. (laughs) Uh, It's C-R-I-C-H-T-O-N. This guy. Wait, what? C-R-I-C-H? Mm-hmm. T-O-N. Wouldn't it be like Crichton? Crichton. I don't think he's Australian. (laughs) Crikey. (laughs) That guy uh, was the writer of all these Jurassic Park movies. Also, but wrote for the original Westworld, and then the new Westworld was based off of his original Westworld writing. <laughs> Jurassic Park was made for $63 million. Yep, that sounds mm, right. So it damn near made its money back in its opening weekend. Fuck. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, it was probably also a movie because of the big dick of Steven overrated Spielberg. I'm sure they... <laughs> marketed this for like a hundred million dollars so i'm sure all things included it was probably like 175 but it was a spectacle like you see the preview and it's like holy shit we can go watch dinosaurs for the first time like good looking dinosaurs it was amazing anyway uh that michael guy also you know wrote for twister and was a huge twister part of this partnership with steven spielberg and creating this sci-fi world and a few other lovely sci-fi worlds that we've uh, come to love i'll tell you some fun facts later but just to go off of this one this is definitely the first place i saw myself some jeff goldblum who was definitely in Hollywood for quite a while before that. He's much older than I realized. That's because he looks so young. He does. I was watching his new show on Disney+, Plus, and he still looks the same. He's yeah. the reverse Morgan Freeman. <laughs> He's pretty old. I didn't write down when he was born, but he had made a lot of stuff before this, but this was definitely my first time seeing him and probably where my fascination with his weirdness started. And I'm sure most people's fascination with his weirdness started in Jurassic Park. He was one of the people who returned the most. And I will tell you something else about that later. Before we go on, what do you remember? What was your favorite part from Jurassic Park? The first one, the original. Oh boy, we should have watched this. I told you we should have fucking watched this. She well, told you, let, me, let me give she you a little you. bit of my fun facts first then. You got some fun um, facts? This movie was some rich dude. His name was John Hammond, and he's the one that wants to build this park. With a few other people, he decides to buy the land, clone the dinosaurs, do all this stuff. It actually opens with a darker, violent scene. Um, It's an army group, some kind of military group, and they're trying to get this first crate of what you don't know. I mean, you know if you saw the title this thing into this park and it pulls some guy in and kills him in the first scene and then it completely cuts over to the happy scene of the two paleontologists who are in a whole other place on the world and digging up their dinosaur bones but then this guy john hammond flies over there and says hey we need you to come help me approve something like i'm trying to get this project done he doesn't really tell them what it is he just says he needs an archaeologist and she's a 
an archaeobotanist, I think it's called. So prehistoric plants. That's the thing? Yeah. No. So he convinces them by basically promising them that he will fund the expedition that they're working on now to uncover whatever dinosaurs for the next, like, five years. So they agree, and they go flying over with him to Jurassic Park. And then everything goes crazy. <laughs> when they get there, the first dinosaur they see, does anyone know? It is a Brachiosaurus. It is. Boom. Wow. Is it in front of you on your computer? <laughs> it is not. I'm looking at the blue lines go up and down on Audacity. Oh. It's one of the three dinosaurs that he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Brachiosaurus. Tracheosaurus. Um. <laughs> Stop. Clavicosaurus. Clavicosaurus. Nope. <laughs> um. Biceptosaurus. Nope. <laughs> Decepticons. Oh, my God. Um, it was the Dementors. Twenty two thirty. I went longer than than nineteen forty. Oh my god! <laughs> and then oh. had to stumble over your words again. Um, it was a brachiosaurus that they saw first. They're in one of the jeeps. And they're just driving through the park before they even really know what's happening. Um, the girl, which her name, I forgot, in the film. I think it's Ellie. Thanks. Thanks, guys. You're so prepared. So while they're driving on the Jeep, the girl, Dr. Ellie, is reading this report by the park or by Dr. Hammond. And she's like, but I don't understand. Like, he's, it says that there's dinosaurs here. And she's just, like, freaking out, reading her little paper while the guy, which is... Dr. Grant sees this brachiosaurus for the first time and it's this huge epic thing and he like literally grabs her head and just twists it to look at the dinosaur and then they freak out and they're like oh my gosh in that first scene they are definitely attributed with some of the best like animatronics anytime you see a full dinosaur in the movie it's an animatronic anytime you see like partial cuts of them they're digitally whatever made which there's a word for because they were one of the first ones to do this. It's something light magic. Hmm. I don't remember the full word right now, but I'll find it. So you see this dinosaur, and it's a big deal. There was one or two things that were a little inaccurate with this dinosaur, but everything else in this movie, um, Spielberg and his one paleontologist that was on set like helping them, and what's the guy's name? The Michael Christian guy are said to have had some of the best I don't know what you call it not even research but like the most accurate representation of dinosaurs than ever before and later on after the movie a lot of it was proven like they were the first one to show them to be bird like um not really the brachiosaurus but a lot of their dinosaurs had bird like features and then later on that was discovered and confirmed um, so the one error that they had in a dinosaur thing was with this brachiosaurus because they had it go up on its hind legs and eat like a giraffe out of the trees and they don't believe that actually happens. They're too big, too long to be able to balance on their hind legs. That's one of the things that they did in Jurassic Park? Yeah. That people say? That was that? like, yeah, that's a little dramatic, but they wanted it to be that dramatic first scene. Like They, they so, huh. I, I saw, I forget what it was, I don't know if it was on like, uh, you know, one of those nature history channels or something or if it was a just like a commercial that had a dinosaur Mm -hmm. but it's clearly a velociraptor and this thing the difference from jurassic park velociraptor to this one it looks like a chicken 
Like it, it looks like a, a feathered chicken running across. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if did they did they get it right? They wanted them to look scary, so they didn't put feathers on them. Mm. However, a lot of the features, and we'll get more into the raptors in a minute because they're the ones that do it the most, are bird-like, like their movements. The reason behind the Brachiosaurus and why they wanted it to do what it did is to make it look like that nice, happy dinosaur so that it's not scary yet because this is the first dinosaur in the movie. So they have him chewing on the leaves, and what they wanted to achieve with that is to make you think like, oh, look at this giant cow. He's just chewing on some grass, minding his own business, looking all fat. <laughs> so you're not intimidated by it. So that was the point in that lovely first scene. Well, Should I go on with all my fun Crichton, facts? Crichton, whatever, wrote the original novel. Yeah. And then they brought him in. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure I had read that actually before he was even really finished with the first one, or maybe it was the second one, they were already in a bidding war for the rights to his book to make it into a movie um and spielberg had gone up against like uh the avatar guy what's his name james cameron james cameron and a few other people because they were all in the bidding wars for this guy and his book like either before the second one was done maybe even before the first one was done because they knew it was going to be a huge thing and actually fun fact about james cameron in this he was a little upset at first and They had done an interview with him where he was like, yeah, like, I didn't even have a chance to go in and put my bid in because they beat me to it and um, something, something, and I was pretty mad. But then after I saw the movie, I thought, yep, that was a better call. Spielberg did this better because mine would have been darker and more like Alien that he wrote. And so he was like, I don't think that would have gone well. I think that the way Spielberg did it, where it was like half and half, like half happy and half creepy, was way better. So he actually was like, I'm glad he got it. (laughs) That's good. Nobody's ever really done a dinosaur movie outside of Jurassic Park, have they? Is there like another, like there's a bunch of movies about aliens and different types of aliens and stuff, but never about dinosaurs. I know. Is it time we get one? Well, I think that's why they started the remakes and stuff. I think we should get a new dinosaur movie. That would be cool. Those are probably even campier and friendlier than <laughs> yeah, the know. original trilogy <laughs> we should get but, a dark one let's get james cameron on that shit yeah maybe no not james cameron let's get um <laughs> kevin smith <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> a pot smoking dinosaur that would be amazing the film was filmed <laughs> mostly in hawaii and in hollywood it's pronounced hawaii no <laughs> It's not. The specific island, I don't have written down, but it was one of their more remote islands. Um, I know I flew past it one of the times I flew to Hawaii. It's a real island? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, there's no dinosaurs there. You don't know that. <laughs> did you land on that island? No, I did not. Um, but they do tours out there. Um, so most of their filming was either their landscape filming was done in Hawaii because it had the best forests and stuff like that that made it look very tropical. Um, While they were filming in Hawaii, at one point they were hit with a hurricane. It hit the island. This is where they were filming, Kauai. Kauai. No. Um, (laughs) And they they were a little worried because they thought they were going to have to, like, stop production, but they actually were able to go outside and get a lot of those rain scenes, like the footage from those, from this hurricane. So a lot of that is real footage from or the landscape at least during this hurricane yeah yeah um and if you remember like the biggest t-rex scene like when they first see t-rex 
is in that rain hurricane like storm scene and it's pretty intense oh, yeah. the rest of the film and where a lot of the beginning stuff comes from and where the movie is actually based off of it's supposed to be on an island off of costa rica true and there is a place in costa rica called the uh, the amber museum which is where they actually do have some of those things like in one of my clues that i posted the little mosquito stuck in amber right they have that and so they do a lot of stuff there or a lot of the footage from the scientist side there random thought after this movie there was a huge increase in the paleontology field and oh, they yeah. saw a huge spike in people wanting to become paleontologists. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I thought about it for a while. <laughs> or they just found a huge spike of people growing up to be adults that love dinosaurs. And that's it. Yeah, that's A little too. bit too much. That too. Speaking of the rain and the T-Rex, this was one of the animatronics. A couple of the actors are quoted talking about this specific animatronic because it was in so many rain scenes and they would have it actually outside or make it look like it's outside and it would glitch in the rain. I remember this is one of the first biggest animatronics and so they would say like, I think it was the girl that played the main scientist. Her real name is Laura Dern. Um, Laura Dern. I've heard that name. Where's she from? Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Jurassic Park 3. Uh, I don't know what else. I'll find Jurassic it. Park 2, Back to the Hood. <laughs> Back to <stuff>. the Hood. <laughs> she says, like, they'd be sitting down having lunch, and all of a sudden it would just turn on and start, like, roaring and screaming at them, and they'd all freak out. Or it would just move, like, randomly when it's not supposed to, and they'd freak out. So they were a little worried about the T-Rex, because it was always glitching. That just uh, makes more sense for the whole Westworld theory. That it was always it's the like- robots coming to life. They're gaining consciousness. Westworld season three. Watch it now on HBO. Maybe Maybe (laughs) we'll go back and start watching that. A lot of the sounds that you hear in Jurassic Park were created naturally, which a lot of sounds still are. But for example, the T-Rex roar was made by mixing dog, alligator, elephant, penguin, and tiger sounds and kind of scrambling them up. The footsteps of the T-Rex, they got sounds from um, an actual foresting, I don't know what you want to call it, company expedition where they were cutting down sequoia trees and letting Mm. them hit the earth, and that was the pounding sound that you would hear for his footsteps. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, But they did use a lot of, like, those kind of sound things. How did they do the water? Like, make it actually ripple? I don't know. The, I guess, stunt coordinator, whoever is in charge of that, promised Spielberg that he can get it done the night before shooting and literally went to bed that night still not having a clue how to do it. And they, he actually came out and said that was the hardest thing to do, like the hardest effect to make in the entire movie was that water rippling, chiming to the sound. And the way he basically figured out how to do it was he just laid his guitar down and put a glass of water on the guitar started playing with the strings. That's okay. how he can control the ripples. So on the what back they, of the guitar? The guitar face up, and then you just put it on like the base of it? Like, yeah, put the guitar down, yeah. like flat, put the glass of water on top, and then just start playing with the strings. Huh. So that's, they essentially created a giant guitar-looking thing, and that's what you see on the floor. It's just like the little area on top of the water, and then somebody off to the side playing with the strings to create the ripple. Huh. 
you would never imagine. Like nowadays, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, here's a million dollars, just CGI that shit, right. fuck it." So they were like pioneers in a lot of these first things that they did. Going back to how they were kind of correct on the dinosaur front. At one point, when they were working on the the animatronics and stuff, Spielberg was complaining because he said the raptors were too small, and he didn't like that they were small, and he wanted them to be scarier and bigger, so he told them to make one. I think he wanted it to be like 13 feet tall. 10 feet. Hey. (laughs) I'm just saying. Calm down for a second. I think what he originally wanted was for them to be like 13 feet tall and like tower over people. And they had started the process of making them that way. And then another expedition, like real expedition that was looking for dinosaurs, discovered a velociraptor that was 10 feet tall. So they agreed on the 10 feet tall velociraptors. Oh, they agreed on the real thing. Basically, but they didn't know that. And when Spielberg had been like pushing them to be bigger than what they were, they were like, no, raptors aren't that big. Raptors aren't that big. And then somebody discovered one that was. He was like, ha. I don't know if he said ha, probably. I'm sure he said uh, a variation of ha. (laughs) Or ha. Or fuck you people, I'm smart. (laughs) Wow. No, he didn't say that. I always always Um, wonder like if movies back then, like if that came out today, right? Let's say you had a 15 foot velociraptor, right? It like towered over Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I'm guessing is starring in this make-believe movie. Wouldn't there be like a bunch of people who are just like, that's not what velociraptors look like. This movie's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, right? people today are very opinionated and unfortunately have a platform to share that opinion. So, yeah. That's, but back yeah. then, again, it was you would suspend your belief more because it was a spectacle. This is the first time you get to see this shit, like, for real, or at least what... It, the first time you get to sit there and say, oh, look, there are the strings, or it's fake because this. Like, you saw something that was, for all intensive terms, flawless. Yeah. As a parting gift for this movie... Um, Spielberg gave everyone a little Velociraptor model to take home. Mm. And um, some of them, I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Goldblum, just says it's in like one of his trophy case things at his house. But the girl, Laura Dern, says she had put it in her kid's room um, when he was a baby. And when he turned like one or two and was actually able to process what it was, he was terrified of it. And they had to take it out of the baby's room. Good parenting, Laura Dern. (laughs) Parent of the year. Uh, Yep. The writer, um, Michael Christian, wanted his Hammond character, the John Hammond character, which is the main guy that built the park, to represent a very dark and twisted version of Walt Disney. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. That's some deep shit. Yeah. I think he was more like a, what do you call that guy, from Silence of the Lambs? Like that guy, because the way he talks, if you go back and watch the movie, it's very like slow and smart, but creepy. And he just gives you a weird vibe. Did this? That's how Disney was. <laughs> well, I guess maybe. <laughs> Silence the of the Lambs come out first or did this come out first? This came out first. Huh. No, well, Silence of the Lambs came out first. When was Silence of the Lambs? Early 90s, like fucking 92 or some shit. Oh, well, then it might have been. It might have been right around the same time. But It might have been before they even started filming this shit. Oh, maybe. Or while they were filming this. Well, that's definitely the vibe I got from listening to him and rewatching this movie. Uh, there's a little, <laughs> I would say, self-tribute um, from Steven Spielberg in the movie where there's a scene, and I can't remember where they are in this part of the movie, but you see Jaws playing in the background. And this was kind of like a tribute to himself because that was the other movie that he had made that had a big animatronic kind of thing. So it was... Another like, big 
summer blockbuster. And a, yeah, exactly. So you see Jaws playing in the background while he's talking to somebody. I think it's in the control room. <laughs> Overall, this movie won 20 awards, three Academy Awards. Um, as I've said a few times, it was definitely a landmark for like computer-generated imagery and what that other thing was called that I was trying to figure out. It's industrial light magic. And that's what they used to create the other dinosaur scenes. It was re-released in 2013 as a 3D. And, I saw it. Uh, you went with Christian? No, I went with oh. my... Uh, I, was, I was working with the Marlins. Oh. And we did like a little retreat day. And we all went to go see it. Nice. Um, this 3D release helped it pass 1 billion mark overall. And it put it in like the top... It says top 17 movies to make 1 billion from whatever it is. I don't know how that works. I didn't look at the rest. That re-release put it over the 1 billion mark, Uh, making it one of the top movies to make over a billion dollars. That's crazy. I don't don't understand why they don't have just like a different category of re-release opening box office. Why it just continues to contribute to... The original. Because, I mean, yeah, you can do that shit for... Like, Jurassic Park could have done that for... You know, here's a remastered version. Re-release it for two weeks. Here's a 3D version. Re-release it for two weeks. Here's another version for XD filming. Release it for two weeks. And then it's just like they have another $100 million based off of all their re-releases that add to the other shit. It's all, it's Avengers and Avatar all over again. Jurassic Park Lost World came out in 1997. So two of these actually came out in the 90s. Um, the second one was, how do I explain it? Them going back to a different, I don't know if it's a different island or just a different section. Um, and they get into this confrontation with military people and then they want to do one thing, but the scientists want to do something else. And, uh, I won't spoil too much for you, but if you haven't seen this, it's pretty sad. Drama. Um, so yeah, that one also came out in 97. Um, for me, this was the first time I really remember seeing Vince Vaughn, even though for a while I forgot he was in it, and then I remembered again. Wait, which one? In the second one. Oh. Are you doing both of them? I wasn't going to talk much about the second one. Oh. But I wanted to just point it out, because it was in the 90s. I didn't get to watch the second one, because... <clears throat> Goldblum was in it, right? Um, I think he's the only... I want to say he was like, one of the returners. She, the girl, came back in the third one, but I think Goldblum, yeah, was in the second one. Laura yeah, because it was his little girl. Or the little black girl that was in it. The was girl his. came back in the Not, third? Yeah, in the third one. What was the third one? Hang on. Yeah, they both was did. was the one with yeah, the, the flying ones. They both did. The, the, the guy Yeah, in, the guy mainly came yeah, what, back. What was, oh. what was that dude's name? His real name or his... I don't know either, I guess. His name in the movie was Grant, Dr. Grant. Right. The main doctor. Um, Who's the actor that played him? Mean, he's a familiar know. actor. Yeah. Yeah, um, I went and looked him up. I'll tell you who it is now because... The first season of Peaky Blinders. He's the constable guy, the cop guy, whatever. Sure. When I saw his face now, I recognize him more now than I did before, which is weird. And I think he looks way better now, by the way. Just a random side Men, Men get better looking they with do. age. It sucks. No, I mean, J-Lo is an exception. But like, look at all, look at everybody else. Like, look at Clooney. Look at Steve Carell. Look at Brad Pitt. Just better with age. All we got on the women's side is... I wouldn't say Brad Pitt's better with age. i say he looked better younger. He's probably the exception. I don't know. When, Fight, when, Fight Club Brad Pitt. I mean, that's just because he's like... What, what was the movie we saw? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's up on the top of the roof. Dude, yeah, he's not that cut because you can't be that at 60. 
Yeah, but his face and stuff. Like, he, he definitely aged quickly. Like, Ocean's Eleven, he was still, like, okay, he could play, like, a 20-year-old. And then he just, Ocean's like... Ocean's Eleven? Hell no. Hell yeah. What? Ocean's Eleven, he was a... Yeah, look, he looked like it. Damn. In a five-year span, like, he aged, like, fucking 15 years. That's what a marriage will do to you. He, well, marriage <laughs> to the people he got married to. Um, his Back name, to dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Sam Neal. Sam Neal. Um, dude, he's right up there with uh, Jeff Goldblum. He was born in 1947. He's Fuck. been making Boom. movies forever. Um, <clears throat> but like I said, I see his face now, and I I know why I see it now, and it makes more sense. Other than Jurassic Park, where do you know him from? Well, that's what I was going to say is because when I went back and watched Jurassic Park, I'm like, yeah, I remember the movie and yeah, I remember this guy, but he wasn't significant to me. I mean, also because, you know, it's the first time I've ever seen him. But now he's Odin in Thor. No. What? Thor Ragnarok. Did they do a flashback? He is Odin? No. What the hell are you talking about? Odin is is, um, your other guy. Um, He's not the old guy. That's his dad. Anthony Hopkins is yeah, Odin. Hannibal Lecter. Well, this says Odin and Thor. Goldblum is in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, he so. is. Why? Grandmaster. Yeah, he's why because he's Anthony Hopkins. Acting. Yeah, is Odin. It must have been like a flash then. Ah uh, no 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 no. What are you thinking? It is. It's one scene where they're making fun of it. He is Odin, and Matt Damon actor is actor Odin. Is, He's an actor. Yeah, it's a uh, play yes. thing. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yes. know Sam and Matt, was. And Matt Damon was uh, Thor, and that uh, no, Matt Damon was Loki, and someone else was. Yeah, it was like a little play that they were putting. On. I forgot about that. But <laughs> it was yes, like a little you're ten right. second thing. <laughs> Okay, well, that's I think right. it was. Um, I don't know if that's where I know him from. Then <laughs> I think it was actually the the third Hemsworth brother was that was Thor. Was Thor. That's really? awesome. Yeah. So Matt Damon, the third Hemsworth, and Sam oh Neill. That's cool. He was in a lot of TV stuff. Um, Alcatraz. I watched Alcatraz. That was great. Say it for Thomas. But a lot of TV stuff. Peaky Blinders. Sure, he was in Daybreakers. Or get you a fucking Peaky Blinders. He was. He's the bad guy in Daybreakers. Uh, maybe that's where I know him from. Um. TV stuff, TV stuff, but been around forever. Yeah. He does come back in the third one with the girl, yes. <clears throat> we should just rename this to Getting Off Topic. Yeah, yeah well, that always. Be a podcast name. <laughs> the other movies that came out, I will talk about that next. The next one to come out, the third part that they were both back in, came out in 2001, hmm. and it was just Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Um, they got uncreative. But it was the one with the aviary and all the dinosaurs were flying and blah, blah, blah. That's probably the um, the one that's considered. Is, do people like three better than two? I did. I did. Do yeah. you know what like, the scores probably are? Probably because they came back because it was the, the Dr. Grant basically is, is yeah, the main the character in the people. movie. Based on IMDb, like are you looking for stars? On IMDb, the original was an 8.1. Oh, fuck IMDb. Yeah, that's what I was like. Two Rotten Tomatoes. The Lost World was a 6.6, and Jurassic Park 3 was only a 5.9 on IMDb. Hmm. Jurassic World is a 7, and Fallen Kingdom is a 6.2. Hey, calm yourself. Because IMDb isn't real people. Well, no, it's it's, it's too many real people. (laughs) Sorry if you review things on IMDb in Budapest. Get a real job. Get a job, Cracky. 
Those Shut were the up. three oh, sorry. movies from the original run. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, they're about the same if you look at critic scores. 91% for the first one. Uh, and then two and three were 54% and 49%. Jeez. Percent. You've been speaking English for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Taya Leone is in the third one. Um, There's also, did you watch a ma- The Making of Jurassic Park to do history for this? Not history. No. Research? Dude. No. Come on. It's voiced by James Earl Jones. Why would you not watch it? I think my last little fun fact before I talk about the other new movies. The co-writer for Independence Day, Roland Emmerich, liked the line that Jeff Goldblum said in the first Jurassic Park movie when he's on the back of the Jeep and they're running away from T-Rex and he's freaking out and saying, must go faster, must go faster. And he liked that so much that he used it in Independence Day when he's flying away from the spaceships. No. You didn't do it justice. It's... Yeah, yeah, that's the line. But the way he says it, it's it's yeah. it's not with urgency. It's just he's just like must go faster, must go fast. Like it's like a more of a calm like. Yeah. That's why it's it's he's yeah. Cool I know what you're and saying. calm and collected. Do you remember it in Independence Day? No, I was trying to remember. Don't it's, worry, we're gonna do a topic on Independence Day. <laughs> it's oh, when shit. they're they're flying out of the alien ship. That's what I end, thought. Okay. And the fucking tunnel's closing, yeah. and Will Smith is freaking out, and Goldblum's like, must must go faster, must go faster, like very yep. subtle. Yep. Um. So yeah, that was my last fun fact. <clears throat> so the new movie runs of Jurassic Park were called Jurassic World. The first one came out in 2015. The next one was called Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World, in 2018. And we are scheduled to get part three of Jurassic World Dominion in 2021. That might have been pushed back because of everything that's happening. But they're saying that the original three cast members will be in this movie. So Laura Dern, the guy that plays Grant, and Jeff Goldblum are all coming back. Jeff Goldblum was in... The second one? He was in the first for like the a second. quick one. No, yeah. no, no. I mean the Fallen the new Kingdom. Ones. Yeah, oh, he gave a, yeah. a speech at the right. panel thing, whatever, yeah. in the beginning or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're all said to come back for this one. So, that's gonna be I'm kind of excited to see that. Even though, hopefully, that's it, right? <laughs> for now. <laughs> it's, of course, going to have another, another trilogy. Another it's going to have a prequel. I'm, I'm sure at some point there'll be like a prequel trilogy oh, of this. Geez. It'll be him like finding the little thing and the setting up of the park. Yeah, that might be cool. See, Al Hammond got rich and made his yeah. money. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. I'm sure there are stories to tell about the mishaps of. It'd be more like an Indiana Jones thing. Like you find it, you know it's valuable. People are yeah. trying to steal it. <laughs> that would be cool. I'll watch it. The Fallen Kingdom, I I only remember the beginning. And then in my head, it feels like a really short movie. And it doesn't... I don't remember it as exciting. Uh, I, I could care less if they just ended it. Jurassic, um, The first Jurassic World, just because of the one scene where the chick's running away with the high heels. Like she lets it out and then waves the fucking flare yeah. and then runs away. That was like one of the coolest scenes. We we saw that in IMAX, I think, at um, at Dolphin Mall mm-hmm. with Christian, who showed up like 20 minutes late yeah. into the movie. Vaguely. That was awesome. And then the second one came, and I was like, yeah, fuck Jurassic Park. <laughs> they need to stop. 
Oh, I'm not. I'm just not a huge fan of like the remakes and stuff like that. I I do kind of like in the second or in this the newer movies where they they treated them kind of like more like animals and yeah. more like trainers. And he had like the little clicky thing, and mm-hmm. it's like more logistical things because that was my issue with these movies going back watching them as someone a little bit older maybe smarter it's like come on like you know some of these creatures will be more fucking scared of you than you would of them it's like no different than than another animal so it's like like oh you see a dinosaur it's gonna kill you what the fuck like most of them a lot of them don't even eat meat yeah like why would it kill you yeah that's why they showed that first scene but what i was gonna say about that is you're now assuming they're the same universe. Like, this guy comes back later, they're all going to come back. So it would make sense for a progression. Like, they start this park, and it's this wild. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Like, it's the first time they've made this park. They're just putting those animals in a cage, which isn't a cage, but, like, they're leaving them out there, and that's it. They don't want to do anything else. Like, their goal was make money, make an attraction. Now, (laughs) after the whole lawsuits and probably everything else that came after those first three movies... You would assume they needed to change their guidelines to keep a park open. So how do they do that? They train them. They make them more like animals. They fix the enclosures. That's why you see the whale thing. Well, no, I think that was going to be their goal from the beginning. They just never showed you like the yeah. trainers well, and stuff like that. I said I like the progression part of it. I don't think they had trainers. I really don't in the first three. It was more like these are fucking crazy wild animals <laughs> and we're just going to keep them in these cages and you can drive past them. That was never Hammond's goal. Look at him. But he, he's um, he's Disney. It's the same. It's, it's, a, it's not a park. It's an attraction. But you knew that they were in the same universe from the very beginning of, of these new movies because yeah. they said it, like something about Hammond's vision, and then they oh, kept yeah. going. So. And the doctor is in it. The doctor from the first three, the Chinese guy or Asian yes. guy. He's in the new ones. He's the main antagonist. Yeah, he's the one that's trying to steal shit. Right, he's trying to steal it again yeah. or something. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think it made sense for it to kind of go from one to the other. I just don't like... There's a lot of unknown or something you can't be absolutely certain about. It's like just because you find their bones, their bone structure, you don't know what they sound like. You can't, You don't know what, what color they are, what they no. look like. You can assume these things, but... Research helps. Like you start finding more stuff that... I don't know. You <laughs> don't know. You don't follow the research, but the more that they find like intact vocal cords or sizing, when you look at size of one animal to how much it can output compared to a mouse or something, <laughs> you figure that stuff out. What I was going to say was another thing that they kind of sort of got right unintentionally was um, after this movie, they did find um, a more intact dinosaur i don't remember which one it was but that had flesh and that had blood still in it and that had all these things because it was probably like flash frozen talking about the ones with the feathers uh i don't remember if it was those um i just know it was shortly after the movie that they found actual dinosaur dna and it could be a real thing i think this was more recent i think it was after like the third movie came out it was like in the 2000s i've read something like they they found one where like one of the species in the movies was depicted completely wrong because it, it yeah had it was feathers raptors and, and shit stuff. And like whatever it was the raptors oh that's what I didn't talk about so yeah they've there's been more research now with saying raptors became birds later and that's what yeah, one that's of the what... things um 
they did do in the movie is Spielberg wanted them to be like birds. So if you look at the raptors, they like click their head real fast. That's like a bird thing. They'll turn their head real fast and they can turn it around farther than like humans. Sorry, I turned away from the mic. Um, (laughs) I was trying to show turning your head. (laughs) Um, Who's the, uh, what's the creature that spits the uh, oil at Newman? Yeah, I have that written down somewhere. (laughs) Um, He's not Newman. Newman. That's that's what the dinosaur said after that. (laughs) Newman. Anyways, um, that they did put all those bird-like features into it without feathers because, like I said, one of them to still look scary. But then it was later discovered that raptors probably did turn into birds and they probably had feathers and they had all these things. And another big part of that movie is the talons. And if you know anything about animals, like all birds have some kind of talon and the bigger the bird, the bigger the talon. One of the best scenes with the raptors, and this is a scene that I've always remembered and probably my favorite scene, is when they're in the control rooms and trying to escape the raptors and you hear his talon just tapping. And um, one, it was supposed to be written, they said, I can't remember whose idea it was, but they wanted it to be similar to Morse code and the raptors were communicating by tapping their talons. And it's creepy as hell. And if you see the fucking size of one of these actual talons, like online from a real raptor they're fucking terrifying and huge and i could see it like that makes perfect sense towards evolution because some of our biggest what is it the andean condor i'm pretty sure is the biggest bird right now and those things have a talon like the size of my hand and it just sliced you in half in one shot (laughs) so yeah they did do a lot of big things can we just take a second to focus on the fact that he called it jurassic park based on a period of dinosaurs and the dinosaur that he has depicted on the cover is not from the jurassic era it's from the paleoglyphic era (laughs) doi yes but paleo that's probably the the uh, only upper dorsimus the the trapezius period in which change the name of the movie like eight times so i'm gonna say they went with jurassic park just because it sounds scarier than paleolithic park (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like the Jurassic era is also just more commonly known. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I do. I do. I've been waiting because I didn't oh, want to. Sorry. Um, okay, you can go now. What a nice guy. You I didn't want to. A stand-up guy. So my favorite scene. I mean, there's for from the first one. There's a bunch of great scenes. Even though I didn't watch this, I don't know if I watched this as a kid. Like when when did we watch this when it came out? Because usually when I'm a kid. And watching these big, amazing things, everything sounds awesome or seems awesome. Uh, but as I started to like get more into movies and then look at like the behind the scenes stuff. So one of the behind the scenes things that happened on set was when the two kids are in the car and the Tyrannosaurus Rex is jumping. I think it's the Tyrannosaurus Rex or a Velociraptor. I don't know. It's something like that. It's a T-Rex. And it's like biting at yeah. them. Right. It, it actually, if you remember that scene. It like its face comes down and, and bangs on the windshield or like comes into the car in a way. Um, it actually wasn't supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. It just fell. So there, it was the yeah. big animatronic head. And then the crew was holding the head up top on top of the car. But because it was so heavy, it slipped from their hands and fell forward. So like the expressions that you see on the kid's face. Yeah, because it was supposed to be, I guess, like as far as where the window is right mm-hmm. here, which is like a good five feet away and then it falls and gets so close to him so it's like oh terrifying God. it's like it reminds me of like die hard when they actually dropped yeah what's his name um yeah so <laughs> so that's knowing that that's one of those awesome scenes that mm-hmm. i mean i'm very dramatic 
and looking back at again the behind the scenes stuff, it's like I could put myself in in Spielberg's like mindset where it's just like, come on, the T Rex is like is the most popular dinosaur. It's probably the most anticipated one, at least for me watching it. Like you you know you you went to the park and here's this dinosaur over here eating the grass, like she said. But it's like that's not impressive. Like I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about that. Like that's not you know that's not what you want to see. You know you're looking for that T Rex, so the way he introduces you to that T-Rex is, again, very dramatic. It's like you want to announce his presence by seeing the ripple in the water. And it's like you, the audience, is like, oh, fuck, here he comes. Mm-hmm. Like, here, here's right. what it is. And that shit, like, that was awesome. Yeah. That was definitely his intention, too. That's why you don't see the T-Rex until that moment. Yeah. And it is a dark scene where you can't see much. And it's raining and pouring and terrifying. Motherfucking and- Spielberg. Yep. Oh, yeah, another fun fact right here. He was already, I think, known at the time. Wait, 93 this came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was definitely already known at the time, but holy shit. An early cameo appearance, or just quick appearance, of Samuel Jackson. Davis. With hair. With hair. Yeah. Samuel Hair Jackson. <laughs> Didn't Super say cool. motherfucker. Not Didn't. Once. <laughs> that would have been great. They, they need to. They need to do a remastered yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where he's only, he only has one line. Let Somebody comes in. Have and you goes, seen those deep fakes on? online? They need to go and do a Samuel Jackson deep fake for all his movies where he is, <laughs> is you know, modern day motherfucker Samuel Jackson. <laughs> What's happening in the park? What's happening in Sector Seven? Oh, well, this motherfucker here. <laughs> this motherfucking Tyrannosaurus over here eating these white kids. <laughs> I'd watch that shit. <laughs> Let him know he could come back for the new part three. They're bringing everybody else back, so that would be amazing. I'm tired of hearing about these motherfucking dinosaurs in this motherfucking park. Close the park, motherfucker. That's all for my review of Jurassic Park. Jesus. Dun 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 dun. Let's do a a a thing. I start and then you start two seconds later and then you start two seconds later. Ready? Dun no. dun 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 dun. Oh, okay. Oh, you said two seconds. <laughs> nope, we're done. Fuck. We're done with that. Um. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna record, re-record my voice over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna take three clips of that and then play it, and then put some echo to it, and then maybe put like a dubstep beat in it. Dun 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 it was a decent story, which is why, at least like the original three, you could bring these characters back because you resonated with them. So like the third one, I remember a lot because at first, it, you know, it seemed like, hey, yeah, we want, you know, a private tour where rich people like take us, whatever. But then it became like, well, our son was like uh, parasailing or whatever and got stuck here and we got to find him. And it's like that whole thing. So it's like, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't hate watching them, <laughs> so you're not going to get any argument from me. But I just I wish I understood the science more, and I think n- none of us really understand the science as well as we might want to. So 
so if you're going to go watch Jurassic Park for the first time, watch the first one. Maybe skip the second and third one. <laughs> Check out the new one just for fun because it's uh, that guy. Chris Pratt? Yep, that guy. If and I'm, uh, because him training the raptors is definitely worth it, especially if you like the raptors in the first one because the raptors were my favorite. I don't care for T-Rex. All day. If you haven't seen any of these. Yeah, where you been? <laughs> well, yes, first of all, where are you? Second of all, watch them all. <laughs> I mean, they're they're all good for a first yeah. watch. Yeah. Even today. But, you know, they're not movies that you'd come back to. Like, I'm not going to rewatch all the Jurassic Parks when Dominion comes out. It was like, I guess it was it was perfect for the time. The 90s was such a time that you could walk outside and see shit, but then coincide and, like, suspend your belief for things and really, like, engage in these fantasy worlds. And there was, honestly, probably no bigger fantasy world than Jurassic Park. I wish there was a Jurassic Park. <laughs> I would go there. You don't have the money to go there. <laughs> now I do, if it's the new ones. You're you not see those rich crowds? enough or white enough to go there. What? I'll find a way. So did you see the crowds I'm in the I'm sure you're ones? on some sort of government list preventing you from going there. That's true. No, maybe they'll hope I get eaten, so they'll let me go. Who who does Jurassic Park? Is it Universal? Who distributes it? Yeah. Where, like, where, where's the ride at? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it is universal. Universal? Yeah. yeah. That's such a great way. <laughs> I was the same way as a kid. Hey, who made this movie? Oh, well, it's fucking at Disney World, so it must be Disney. Yeah. Done. I'm always trying to think what the next thing Disney's going to buy. Like the next property Disney's going to buy. Yeah. Maybe it's Jurassic Park. Maybe we get Disney Jurassic Parks. Mm-hmm. They just big, like, build like a bigger world. Like, why isn't there a Jurassic Land? Because there was land before time. Or is Disney the only one doing those things? Like, di- well, no, because you have Disney Harry Potter should world. Buy it, and then you can upgrade Animal Kingdom yeah. and have fucking Damn. Jurassic. Well, that's, see, that's that what they did so with Avatar. Cool. They have Avatar yeah. Land or whatever it's called. What was it called? Pangea? Pangea. That bitch don't know about that. Is it? Uh, there it is. <laughs> that's two. <laughs> that was three. Oh, shit. Killing that. So what else you got? Nothing. That's it. Oh, that's that why it? I said that's it. Yeah. Was it a freak? We play our game. I just want a freak, whatever. The little Dicky song? No. No, that was the one where they're getting older, and all he wants to do is just... That is the song. No, 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 but it's not the same one. This one is like... I don't know if it has a hook. It's not Pangea. It's, it's like Pandora. where he's with the chick, and then she starts to throw away his shoes and all that. No, she's... that's that's the one you're thinking of. That's, yeah, okay, um, okay. So there's another one. I just wanna freak. Yeah, no, it's it's a different one. Uh, we gotta watch the video when we're done here. Done. Um, <laughs> all right. Pandora, Avatar. Oh, Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> I truly thought it was Pangea. I think that would make more sense. But so all right. Want to play the game? Uh, yes. Let's play some '90s trivia with some super special Jurassic Park questions. You've already done this one. Sometimes if I only did the top or the bottom, I'll put it back. In 1999's The Ring, Haley Joel Osment plays a boy who can see the spirits of the dead. False. I don't know who Haley Joel Osment is, but I'm going to say false. False is correct. That's not The Ring. That's The Sixth Sense. All right, the oh. ring, did The Ring come out in 1999? I don't know. Either? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. you did. <laughs> 
Because I remember, remember when we watched Watch the rain? Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we kept calling him. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of that. Anytime Seven my movie days. comes up, I think of that poor kid. That's why he hates us now and didn't invite us to his wedding. Before. Oh, no. <laughs> I got some, some trivia questions. Fine. What is the name? Oh, wait. Should I be asking these? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because then Joe has a chance to beat you because Joe did the research. What is the name of the fictional island Jurassic Park is situated on? Is it Isle of Nabumbu, Koholint Island, Isla Nublar, or San Lorenzo? Nublar. San Lorenzo. Jurassic Park founder John Hammond tells his guests that his first ever attraction was a dog show, a flea circus, a Wild West theme park. Ha! That's funny. Yikes. An island stocked with enormous murderous lizards. A flea theme park. A flea circus? A flea circus. <laughs> a flea theme park is just a theme park full of fleas. What's your guess there? Wild well, West theme park. We're going straight. What is Jeff Goldblum's character's job? Paleontologist, sociologist, mathematician, or journalist? Journalist. Yes. Journalist. Mathematician. Just what was Jurassic Park's tagline? Arr, dinosaurs. <laughs> Fuck, that was my guess. <laughs> Have we got a vacation for you? Buy the ticket, take the ride. An adventure 65 million years in the making. That one. That makes the most sense, but... It was. It sounds really long for a tagline. Is that what you want to go with? Are we playing separate? Are we playing together? We're, we're we seeing what answer. your thing is. I He's like answering answer. as well, but oh, we're seeing crap. yours. What was the one right before that? Buy the ticket, take the ride. Um, no, just go with what David said. Laura Dern played Dr. Ellie Sattler, but who was originally offered the role? Juliet Binoche, Helena Bonham Carter, Winona Ryder, or Julie Delpy? Juliet Binoche? I'm going to say that one. What kind of dinosaur do you see the Tyrannosaurus eat in the film? A goat. What kind of dinosaur? Oh, um, like what do you see him eat first? You see him eat the goat, the lamb. Oh, sorry. What kind of dinosaur? Gallimimus, an Edmontosaurus, a Composagnathus, Compsognagath, a Compsognagathus. Just give it up. I'm go with the first comp. Just give it up. The first comp that you just said. C. The answer is C. No. Or a Deinonychus. No, it was the second one. What was the second one? You actually Edmontosaurus. Said oh, no. Or a That's Gallimimus. A, a Gallimimus. Gallimimus? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. What prevents the Jurassic Park dinosaurs from reproducing? They're all male. I know this one. You don't They're have to read me the choices. Female. Okay. Dinosaur contraceptives. They just don't fancy each other. <laughs> They're all female? Yes. Oh, female? What breed is the ill dinosaur the visitors come across Um, on their initial tour of Jurassic Park? It's either Triceratops. No, it's not Triceratops. It's it's something similar to a Triceratops. How about you read the answer? Because I wanted to do it without it. I know what it is, and I could picture it. Did it? You you sound a little uncertain. Because I don't know the name. I I could picture it. Thomas can't read the name, so I might as well just guess. (laughs) This is just turning into reading dinosaur names. Yes. A diplo... Diplodocus, no. Diplodocus, a Triceratops, mm-hmm. a Stegosaurus, mm-hmm. or an Iguanodon? Stegosaurus. 
Why does Dennis Nedry shut down the park's security systems? For the lulls? To steal some dinosaurs? By mistake? Or in protest at unfair working conditions? To steal the dinosaurs. There was someone there trying to steal them. I don't know who shut it down. Sure, go with that one. Dope. How did the filmmakers make the famous glass of... (laughs) We're going to skip that one. Oh. Read, read the question. How did the filmmakers make the famous glass of water ripple as T Rex approached? Was right, it a noise it. cannon? Was it a guitar string? Was it CGI? Or was it a vibrator? <laughs> oh, I want to change my answer. Mm-hmm. They just stuck a vibrator in the yeah, yeah, yeah. in the glass, turned it on, <laughs> pulled it out. What calamitous event in September 1992 held up filming? An earthquake? A hurricane? A hurricane? A fire? Or an actual dinosaur. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Number 12. For how many minutes of the film are dinosaurs on screen? 12. 9 minutes? 15 minutes? 32 minutes? Or 43 minutes? 9 minutes total. 6 minutes, robots. 3 minutes, (laughs) magic light. Yes. (laughs) No, I don't know. Uh, Joe, what do you want to guess? Sure. What was it? 40-something, 30-something? 9, 15, 32, or 43? I would say 15 just for fun. 15. The correct answer is 9. The Tyrannosaurus sound effects were oh, made up did this. various other animal noises, including a whale, nope. penguin, chinchilla, or chicken. Penguin. Which character dies on the toilet? Robert Muldoon. Was it Dennis Nedry? Was it Donald Gennaro? Or was it a Brachiosaurus? Dennis Nedry. Submit answers. Let's see what we got. So we got... Ooh. 13 out of 15. Less than that. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to go back and, and fact check now then. Jeff Goldblum's character's job was a mathematician. Yeah. Boo-boom. I, I Boo-boom. thought that. What breed is the ill dinosaur the visitors come across on their initial tour of Jurassic Park? Triceratops. I... Right not a stegosaurus. Well, who changed your mind then? <laughs> who changed your mind, bro? You changed oh, my mind. Sure. I was right. Uh, which character dies on the toilet? His name was Donald Gennaro. Or really? So this one is what Joe's going to have to retract all her statements from and make a public apology. The Tyrannosaurus sound effects were made up of various other animal noises, including a... It says penguin is wrong. No. That's right. It says... Whale. Whale sounds were used for so many other things. I no, they don't definitely feel used like... a penguin. And that's going to do it. Joe got what the fuck? What 11 was the time? Of... Oh, shit. No, everything else was right. Technically, so, I got the other put? one right, Because she put it wrong. She said oh, 15 uh, minutes. 15 minutes. The answer is 15 minutes? The answer is 15 minutes. That's wrong. Uh, a flea circus was correct. An adventure 65 million years in the making. Mm-hmm. Juliet Binoche was correct. Binoche. Galimimus was correct. Gallimimus. <laughs> They're all female was correct. Yeah, I know. To steal some dinosaurs, Dennis Nedry shut down the park security systems. The guitar string, the hurricane, Titanic. Well, that is it for today's episode by Joe on Jurassic Park. What do you want to say? The, the picture of Steven Spielberg sitting in front of the sick dinosaur is really famous, and it's a triceratops, and I knew that, and I don't know why, but I just found that picture, and it's really cool. It looks so real. T-Rex roars, dog, penguin, tiger, alligator, and elephant. Yeah, that's what I told you, bro. 
Huh. The Guardian is wrong. Yeah. Bye, Guardian. Fake news. Thank you all for listening and supporting the show. To continue to support and get more content from us, you can become a patron of the show on Patreon.com. To do so, you can go to Patreon.com slash We The 90s. Another thing, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please, after listening to this episode, go and leave us a review. You can reach us on social media, on Instagram. We are at We underscore the 90s. On Twitter, we are at we underscore 90s. And on Facebook, you just got to search we comma the 90s. You can also email us, we the 90s dot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll be back soon with our next podcast hosted by David. David, you want to give us a hint? <clears throat> David, you want to tell us what it is? Just straight out? Just tell you right now? Yeah. All right, ready? Peace out.